This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Well, hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to Dumpster Diving. I just, I just got to look at Mike on the screen there. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Yeah. You need a haircut. Oh, my mine's too low. Let's see. There we go. There we go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey, Riga. <laughs> uh yeah, the video's not bad. Um Is there an Aaron Cross in the background? Uh but that was you know my father's uh most it, it, came, with, it came with the house. It was here when we moved it. And I assume that symbol was because an Indian family lived here before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, so dumpster diving. Today, we're talking about uh, the green books. What's it called again? Yes. Paul Provenza. The green room. Paul Provenza prevents racism. I think the green room with called. Paul Provenza. Yeah. Uh, again, you can find it on Net or uh, Hulu, and you can find it on YouTube if you really want. If you want to bypass Hulu, yes, because Disney owns Hulu. I just figure I'd point that out. Oh yeah, they probably do. No, they do. They own a hundred percent of it. They once they bought Foxes, they had part of it. I think they had like a third of it, and then they bought Foxes Fox, and they got Foxes Share, which was a third, and then I think NBC Universal had the. The other third, and they were just like, eh, just fucking sell it to us. So they did. Yeah, yeah Disney, buy everything. That's their, their corporate motto. But anyway, um, so we're talking about the green room. Uh, again, we get, at the beginning of this, we get Jonathan Winters um, <laughs> opening the door and, and letting us know that we can't come in. Um, do you think that do you think that Robin Williams basically, like he must he hear he must have hero worshipped Jonathan Winters, right? I believe he did, but also, um, I mean, just in general, he's pretty well uh, regarded as a joke thief. He would like you know commonly stand there and find up and coming comics like doing their act and liberally steal jokes and use them on like the night Tonight Show that kind of shit. It's awesome. Good job. Good for you. <laughs> You're talking about Robin Williams, or you're talking about uh, Jonathan Winters? Robin Williams. Yeah. Jonathan Winters, I mostly know from one of the best episodes of The Twilight Zone, A Game of Pool. That's correct, yeah. The finest on Randolph Street. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, I'm kind of concerned for you. Do you know what I'm concerned about? What? I feel that you haven't been keeping current. That's true. I, I, I am far behind current times. Well, why don't we hop over to Bossip.com and get current? All right, Bossip, what do we got? All right, this is a great uh, headline. What the hell? Louisiana cop gets fired for saying it's, quote, unfortunate, unquote, more black people haven't died from COVID-19. What? And no, this isn't the Warren Scanner, in case anybody's wondering. Holy shit. Well, I mean, is anybody shocked that a guy from Louisiana is racist? Right. It's I bet. Louisiana. I'm surprised. Tell me when someone's not saying that. That's more newsworthy. I'm I'm surprised anyone could understand him say it. Yeah, too bad someone over there. Come out. What was that? Was that racist? I guess we just assume. Um, why? Like why? <laughs> Besides the obvious reason, because you Louisiana, hate black people. Like, how did this? How did this happen? Like, how did this get out? Uh, Louisiana. That's true. I'm just surprised it'd be that upset. The first thing that, that pops up when I type in Louisiana cop into Google is Louisiana cop planting crack. There you go. Sprinkling crack as Dave Chappelle says. <laughs> right. Just some sprinkles of crack. Oh, yeah. He absolutely is, too. There's a picture. 
A video showing cops in Jefferson Parish, a suburb of New Orleans, allegedly planting crack near an African-American suspect in handcuffs has gone viral on social media in a potentially dark situation. That's a dark situation. Oh, is that the word you want to use? Yeah, for the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office. I like uh, I like how, you know, that would be the one that uh, Steven Seagal is a deputy at. Uh-huh. Are you aware that Steven Seagal is a uh, deputy sheriff in uh, Louisiana somewhere? No, I did not. No, I think he lives in Russia now, but yeah, he was uh, definitely a uh, you know deputy sheriff in uh, Louisiana somewhere. Well, good for him, I guess. Here's one you're probably uh, familiar with. Uh, quote, I shouldn't have been such a wise guy, unquote. Joe Biden re- retracts controversial you ain't black comment. Are you familiar I'm, with this comment? I thought it was going to be Joe Pesci. <laughs> I shouldn't have been such a wise guy. <laughs> yeah, I believe Joe Biden said something like, you know, if you're not voting for me, you ain't really black or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's a weird thing to say, Joe Biden. Again, I don't feel the the Democrats really are trying to win. But I mean, I guess I, I guess they, they just put somebody out there that everybody knows the name of. I don't know what their theory is. Yeah, I don't either. He's not a he's not a genius by any stretch of the imagination. No, no, not at all. And to be honest with you guys, um, and I know I'm going to piss off a bunch of liberals out there and whatever. I don't give a fuck about anyone. Um, there's aside from probably climate change, I guess, and who I I, I doubt I doubt he that Biden would do a ton to change climate change. He might do slightly better than Trump, but aside from that. There's pretty much no difference between these two guys. Uh, they've both been accused of sexual assault. Uh, their policies are going to be almost identical. Uh, there's really no reason to vote. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't keep getting old people. I don't. Uh, I'm not excited about this election. Uh, but yeah, he said something like, "Hey, you're not you're not black if you." You don't vote for me for some for whatever reason. Uh, black people love uh, Joe Biden, though. I don't. I don't. Probably because he uh, served under Obama. Maybe I don't know. I guess. I mean, he's had like a strong relationship with um, with the African American community. Maybe he's done a lot of stuff for him. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't get it. But there, you know, most black people will probably still vote for him. Uh, you know, because most black people vote Democratic. I mean, that's just like, I think it's like 90, like 91% or 92% or something like that. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, a vast majority of black people vote for Democrats. Yeah. Here's a couple of quick uh, sports stories. Okay. Get well soon. New York Knicks legend Patrick Ewing reveals he tested positive for coronavirus. Oh, I'm surprised that... Uh, I'm surprised that coronavirus didn't uh, shoot for him and miss. <laughs> Does uh, do you get coronavirus from eating a lot of cheeseburgers? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope you get better, Patrick Ewing. But that just makes me yeah. think of that the uh, that clerks thing. Uh, Patrick Ewing uh, makes an important jump shot. The Knicks win for once. <laughs> Patrick, stop dreaming about your crappy jump shot. Right. <laughs> Oh man! I'll tell you what though he he blocked three shots or he got called for goaltending twice and blocked a shot uh, in the uh, the NCAA finals when he played for Georgetown. I think his senior year. So you know that that's probably the highlight of his career. Yeah, probably. Um, you, here's uh, here's what? a funny headline: SMH NESA calls out the NFL for listing Colin Kaepernick's status as retired on their website. Who is NESA? <laughs> I think it's his his uh, girlfriend or something. Okay. Um, this picture of uh, of Colin Kaepernick is hilarious. He's got like a Michael Jackson esque like shiny like uh, bolero like you know like a bander like something you carry like shotgun shells in like wrapped around like his vest. Mm-hmm. Huh. I mean, does anybody think Colin Kaepernick's going to come back into football and like be like a top athlete? I can't imagine that he would. I, I mean, like. It's not like he had he had like what like one good season basically one two good seasons one or two yeah um and it's not like he was they ever kinda, one of the they greatest figured him out yeah and then he's been he's been not competing for what like three years four years that's like an eternity yeah it's been a while 
It's an eternity for an athlete. So I can't imagine he's, did he deserve, like, did he deserve a job at some point over the last few years in the NFL as like a backup or something? Probably. I mean, what happened to him was like, he probably did get blackballed. It's, you know, dumb and everything. But I mean, the guy's not, the guy was never going to be the next, you know, Joe Namath or whatever. No. He's never going to say to a white woman, I want to kiss you. Jeez. Remember Namath? I want to kiss you. Um, Apparently her name is Nessa Diab, known mononymously <laughs> as Nessa, really? is an American radio and TV personality and television host. Nessa first rose to prominence for her artist and celebrity interviews of San Francisco Bay Area uh, top 40 station Wild... Nine, the Wild 94.9 and YouTube, which led to MTV seeking her out to be on Girl Code, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, she has hosted various MTV and MTV2 shows. She currently hosts the Drive Time Shift on New York City's top-rated Hot 97. There you go, with Cheryl being the god. Yeah, there you go. Maybe, I don't know, probably not. But apparently she was on something called Girl Code and Ain't That America. Is that uh, wasn't something on there? Yeah, I, ain't that America? I think was that um, was that the the uh, Nelly yeah the Nelly John Cougar Mellencamp uh, collaboration? <laughs> ain't that <laughs> America? Um, let's see, Girl Code is a comedy. Well, I'll be the judge of that. A comedy television series on MTV. Uh, let's see, it currently airs through Snapchat Discover. <laughs> what? Ooh, the isn't that where Seinfeld once aired? Apparently, I guess. Uh, Aquafina's in it, and Carly Aquilino. Aquilino? Aquilino. I don't know. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so Ain't That America is... <sighs> it's an MTV2 show. Uh, Chris, let's see, it's hosted by Lil Duvall. Is that like a little Robert Duvall? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's like that's a midget who looks a lot like Robert Duvall, <laughs> Lil Duvall, and Chris uh, DeStefano. I know him, but he's a stand-up comedian, I think. Maybe, uh, but something is not on here. Just so you know. What? Oh, okay. Something. Uh, I don't see something. I mean, maybe she was, but I, I don't see something on here. Yeah, that's all I have uh, from Bossup this week for the uh, Bossup uh, Keeping Current with Mike uh, Keep, television program. Keeping Bossup with Mike. Hey, do we have any uh, new uh, emails, Mark? Um, Yeah, we do. Let me, uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know. You don't need to continue blocking. Just let, I, I don't know if I wanted to always be able to download uh, everybody out there. <laughs> It's no idea what I'm talking about, but download this because this is the show that I want to yeah open it. What the fuck? Um, anyway, so I uh, oh yeah, that's what I want to do. Um, yeah, I can I can grab an email real quick here. Uh, I really do need to I really do need to get like a folder of um of all the emails so we can. Uh, so I can read like three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of them or whatever. Um, okay, let me see. Let's dip into the mailbag. Uh, Mark, go fuck yourself. Oh, well, no, that's for my dad. Oh, oh you got that one? <laughs> Let's see. Google Gmail. <clears throat> Ah, uh, hello, boys. <laughs> That's a very funny way to start this email. <laughs> hello, boys. My name is Jessica, and I am a big fan of the show. Thank you, Jessica. And we know your name now. So how's it going, Jessica? <laughs> she put her last name in here. I'm not going to read her last name, though. She signed, she signed her last name. We're not reading your last name, Jessica, but... You know, thanks for listening to the show. Um, Jessica asks, Mike and Mark, what are your favorite movies and favorite TV shows? And do you have any plans 
of creating any other shows, reviewing any shows. That's a really weirdly worded sentence, Jessica. <laughs> but good on you. Sincerely love you guys, Jessica, and then her last name, which I'm not going to read. Um, but I'll give out her email address. No, Mike, I don't know. Like, favorite stuff. People ask us that all the time, like, favorite stuff. Um, I don't know. Like, what, what, do you, what do you think, Mike? What's one of your favorite things? Uh, TV shows, obviously, Justified. Oh, of uh, course, yeah. Big fan of Justified. Justified, uh, huh? Two point yeah, mostly Justified. Uh, what about Westworld? I'm not a big fan of that. I watched first season; it was okay. Mm-hmm. I haven't but now seen it. Justified on it. Oh wait, that's not Justified. That's uh, Aaron Paul was on the most recent season. Isn't one of the Hemsworths on uh, Westworld? <laughs> I don't know. Jake or I don't know Asgard Hemsworth. Yahoo. <laughs> Oh man. Um let me see if I get another one in here. Um oh here we go. Okay, this is from Darren. It reads I, I feel like we didn't I feel like we didn't ask answer that question at all. <laughs> oh okay. Well, okay. So my favorite okay. shows. Um I mean, we've talked about uh Lizzie McGuire. Breaking <laughs> Yeah. Breaking Bad and uh you know better call Saul obviously we love those shows um i'm a fairly big fan of what what i've seen of game of thrones um you know except for certain aspects of it um the wire is great i like that show a lot mm-hmm. um curb your enthusiasm yes. a lot of good stuff on hbo yeah yeah dream on oh yeah i like dream on no, I, I, never seen that. I used to like that show a lot actually that was one of those things that you could watch and it had like you know some nudity in it and some like sex stuff in it, but your parents wouldn't really know. Like if you were watching it, they weren't like hip on it. They weren't like, oh, that's a show about sex. They were just like, oh, Brian Ben Ben, he, he looks wholesome. <laughs> Wendy Malik's on this. She's gonna be in yeah. uh, Just Shoot Me later. Yep, yep, yes, she is. <laughs> that's what, Spain. That's what your parents would say. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of stuff I like. Movies, it's harder. Kids in the Hall. Oh yeah, Kids in the Hall for sure. Movies, it's more difficult. I think if if you want to know, so like Jessica, if you want to know more like uh, newer stuff that I care about or like, um, I don't know. Like we we just talked about uh, on the last episode, we just talked about the wrong Missy. That's pretty good. I mean, check that out. Um, other than that, I don't know. Um, trying to think of something that came out recently that I liked. What's that one? Uh, we watched it. Um, the Irishman. That's pretty good. You know what I want to watch is Parasite. That's on uh, Netflix or, or I mean Hulu right now. Parasite. Um. So. Parasites. Mark Marin on the most <laughs> recent episode. Real quickly, I got one more letter. So, uh, Darren says to us, "Hey, dudes." Don't call us dudes. If you write, I don't know why, but I don't like that. If you if you write in, please don't call us dudes. Sorry for calling you out, Darren, but I just it marks being a cuck again. I don't like it. Hey, dudes. Because you know what it makes me think of? It makes me think, hey, dude, it's a little yeah, wild sorry, and no a little stupid. No people, sorry. <laughs> Um. Anyway, he, he asks, uh, "I'm I'm cutting the cable the cord for cable." Uh, what he was uh, having a child. <laughs> I'm cutting. I'm currently cutting the umbilical cord right now. Burning question. The original Darren or the second one? My name's Darren too. It's been haunting my whole life. <laughs> What what <laughs> what streaming services uh should I get? Which ones do you recommend? Which ones are the best? Uh well that depends. I mean if, yeah. if I, I'd wait for HBO Max because there's so many mm-hmm. good series on HBO. I just go through those and you, you have a lot of entertainment there. You go through Kirby Enthusiasm, The Wire, mm-hmm. uh Oz, Game of Thrones, Dream On, obviously. Right, exactly. Lots, lots of good stuff there. The Not Brian Ben Ben uh, classic Dream On. 
Wait. But seriously, it, it really like like Mike said, it really depends, Darren. We don't have enough information. Are you uh, super into the MCU movies and Star Wars and shit like that? Well, you're probably gonna want Disney Plus. Um, I mean, start listening to the Weekly Planet instead. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I guess we could look I at mean, it that did, way. Did you see Thor with his ass gaudy and if you're a big fan of the if weekly, you were, if you were your hot takes from a group of people that were soundly defeated by a group of emus. Uh, <laughs> if, if you if you're a big if fan, you're, of, if your Oprah hero is Yahoo Serious or Paul Hogan, you know where to tune in. Oh my god! Oh yeah, tourism Australia, everybody. Um, if, if you like a lot of burnt down, uh, you know, uh, wilderness, go to Australia. If you listen to us in the dinny when you're taking a groken. <laughs> you're shoving a didgeridoo up a Sheila. Right. There you go. Then, then yeah, Disney Plus is probably for you. Uh, if you like our show, I would say, I'd say, I'd say Netflix and I, like you said, but HBO you know, Max. Netflix. Yeah. HBO Max is going to be where it's at because they'll have South Park. I still am tempted for Disney because there's a lot of shit my daughter... I, I have two daughters. I have a six-year-old and an 11-year-old. A lot of stuff they like is on there, but mm. I really hate supporting them in any way. Yeah, no, I agree. Even though I do. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I, I I think you can't really go wrong with Netflix if you don't already have Netflix. Um, D- Disney has all the Simpsons, which is tempting in itself. There's so many good classic mm-hmm. episodes. Yeah. And if you want, if it's, and that's it. <laughs> Here's the thing. If you, well, if you, if you like saying elsewhere, then you're going to want to get, you're going to want to get Hulu because all, every episode of saying elsewhere is on Hulu. But um, no, if, if you want to keep current with Mike and com, <laughs> the website. If you know, if you if you want to keep up with, are you getting dragged? <laughs> if you want to keep up with current shows that are on network TV, um, and you don't then want ha- to ask one of your grandchildren to help you figure out the uh, digital signal to satellite uh, antenna ratio. Yeah, exactly. But and you don't want to you don't want to you know use a VPN or whatever and 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 get it by illegal means. Uh, YouTube TV is good too. You know that's what's what's good on network TV, Mark. Uh, Better Call Saul. Is AMC network TV though? Well, I just mean, yeah, I guess, I guess, so I guess by network TV, I mean like any of the currently like airing cable stuff, stuff that's not on streaming. Yeah. As yeah, far as network, right. as far as network TV goes, uh, our, our good friend, Ed, Ed Begley Jr. Is in a, a show called bless this mess. That's a good show. Uh, yeah. Other than that, Probably. I don't know. Ed Begley Jr. when he guests on Young Sheldon is a good show. <laughs> um, Can you mention that show? I've never seen it. I don't think I ever will watch it. But I mean, you know, I mean, good for him. Yeah, no, I love Ed Begley Jr. But um, we know I don't. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, as far as network TV shows go, probably like I said, Bless This Mess is good. I like Good Girls. Uh, my wife and I watch that with. Uh, the woman good girls. Yeah, it's called Good Girls. It's with the woman from uh, Mad Men. The really, uh, what's her name? Uh, the, one Christ- with the giant knockers. Yeah, Christina Hendricks. I think her name is. You know she's married to. Do you know she's married to the Snozberries guy from uh, uh, Super Troopers? She is. Yeah. Wow. She seems too substantial of a woman for him. <laughs> I don't know. Like you, I mean, it seems to work. I think it's so very. You would think that that the the man she was with would be like bigger, stronger, you know, and stuff. Bigger, faster, more pro- proactive. Their their marriage doesn't make mathematical sense. Yeah, whatever. I think she dated that oh, okay. Ashton Kutcher guy. Really? Huh. Yep. I've never seen the appeal there uh, with Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, I don't know. I have his, uh, I have his, uh, his cell phone number though for texting. Did you know he has a, a twin brother? No, I didn't. What's his name? Uh, Blaston Kutcher. I'm, I'm not sure. He uh, Ashton Kutcher originally uh, majored in bioengineering because his twin brother has some weird like genetic disorder. He was trying to figure out a cure. Is the genetic disorder that he has to at all times have a goatee? And he has no, uh, he has no ability to modulate the tone of his voice. <laughs>
Uh, no, I hope his brother's doing good. I'm, I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. I mean, his his poor brother, Ashton Kutcher, had to face that Demi Moore Bush, and we all know about that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher's lucky he didn't a, get lost. That's not a bush. That's a shrub. <laughs> that's not a bush. Some, that's the bush from Australia, again. An Australian he might come culture. after you at the end of The Shining. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh yeah, so Mark Marin, um, again on this episode of the Green Books room. And you know, sometimes I think this show should be called Um Let Me Step on This Joke. <laughs> right? Cause they interrupt each other a lot. You have a bunch of comedians, you know, trying to get the funniest line in. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, so, so, who's on this one? Mark Marin, uh, Paul Mooney, mm-hmm. Rain Pryor. Yep. Uh, is it Kelly Carlin? Kelly and, uh, Carlin. No, no, Kelly Carlin's not on there. It's, um, what's his name? Uh, Bobby Jeffries. Slayton. Bobby Slayton. Yeah, Bobby Slayton. You're right. Jim Jeffries, yeah. Bobby Slayton yes. dominates the conversation. I'm surprised he didn't talk about the time that he played um joey bishop in the rat pack movie that was on hbo he did yeah he was he was joey bishop that's, that's the worst casting i've ever heard of it's not great but yeah it's not even good no no not at all no the so the rat pack movie this is who was in it okay um ray liotta as frank sinatra uh joe montagna as um dean martin don Cheadle. As oh, no. Sammy Davis Jr. Um, I don't know who played. I don't know the name of the actor who played uh, Peter Lawford, but he was the best one. He was like the closest one. And then Bobby Slayton is Joey Bishop. That's not good. No, it. you know, it's it's a somewhat interesting movie in certain ways. But yeah, it's very poorly cast. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, he was in that, and then Paul Mooney. You know who Paul Mooney is, people. I mean, have you have you seen yeah. have you seen uh, the Chapel Show? Yes, <laughs> where he, uh, you know, he's Blastradamus or whatever it was, Blackstradamus, Blackstradamus, and also ask a black guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen King. Stephen King? <laughs> Stephen King asks him a question. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, and then let's see. Oh yeah, Jim Jeffries. Jim Jeffries, who I like a lot, actually. I think Jim Jeffries is very funny. Like that other Australian. Exactly the other Australian comedian, um, Nick Mason. Right. Do you? So I like when when Paul Mooney tells the story about uh, when he took Rain Pryor in uh, as a baby because you know she was living in the house of pain uh, and jumping around or. Whatever. Um and uh and Jim Jeffrey goes, uh well, that was a very funny story, Paul. That's good. Yeah. It really did bring the energy completely down. Right. But you know, I, it was a fine episode. <laughs> um I, I thought it was, so, it was pretty interesting because they talked a lot about they talked a lot about race. Uh Paul Mooney brought up white privilege, and I think this probably came out 2010, maybe 20 or 20 or 2009, something like that. Um, so a pretty early reference to white privilege. I don't think that word, I don't think that phrase was being you know bandied about as much as it is now. Uh, back then, yeah, he might have invented it, but but yeah, so I thought that was fairly interesting. Uh, like I said, a lot of political talk. It's not as funny as most episodes, though. And they don't talk about no. comedy as much. They talk with Rain Pryor a lot about her dad. And, you know, which I would think would be kind of annoying to constantly have to talk about your dad. Right, but at the same time, what has she done? True. I mean, she is mixed race, though. So, you know. That's an accomplishment. <laughs> yep. No, they did. I, I thought it was. I thought it was interesting how she did say she's like, "Well, this is like America, right? You have the biracial person, you have a Jew, you have a black person, you have a." Uh, she starts saying like an Australian dude or whatever, but like you know, a uh, an immigrant because he 
uh, Jim Jeffries lives here now. And then Paul Provenza, who I, I think is just generic white guy, right? Yeah. That basically is America. Um, just not as, you know, not as equally represented as that. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. What did you think of this episode? It's not my favorite episode in the world. No, I mean, it's interesting to have Rain Pryor on there and uh, what's his name, Paul Mooney, to talk about, you know, Richard Pryor. You know, mm-hmm. obviously one of the greats of comedy. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. But like I said, uh, a lot of people stepping on each other's jokes and and Bobby Slayton apparently uh, loves being provocative. I'm not super familiar with this guy's comedy. Uh, I know he's one of those guys that's been around like forever. Uh, Paul Mooney, you he's know, like, been he's around known for, a while for too. being like a. I mean, he openly admits being like a cocaine user. I don't know if he still does, but he's like a definitely like super hyped up type personality. Mm, yeah. He's one of those people that seems angry all the time, too. And like like you said, yeah. it's, you know, it's kind of old man yells at cloud syndrome. Hey, uh, Mark, I wasn't able to screen cap it properly, properly, but look at your Windows Messenger. I want your reaction for possibly the funniest picture ever. All right. Let me see. How do I open this? Where where, open on Windows. where am I supposed to be going? Windows Messenger? I sent it to you on Windows Messenger, yep. Do I have a Windows Messenger? That's what we communicate when we're going to start the show on, yeah. Oh, it is? Oh, oh, you mean Facebook Messenger? Sorry, yeah, Facebook, that's right. Okay. I was like, what the fuck? All right, give me one second, and I will, uh, I have to log in to Facebook. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> Well, normally I'd just be able to look on my phone, but my phone died, so uh, it's over plugged in. I mean, I could play the, uh, <laughs> I could play the theme song if you want to. Oh no, I'm good. While I go get it. Um, all right, I'm in. Don't worry, we got this. Let's see. I'm in. Well, that's a funny picture. Ryan Wagner, State Farm agent. Oh, we just gave Ryan Wagner, State Farm agent, uh, free. Publicity. If you are a send us money, Wagner. Yeah, if you're a real estate agent and you want to be heard by potentially billions of people, um, I'm not saying that we that our audience is in the billions, but okay, Carl Sagan. But billions of people could potentially listen to this show. They have the ability to. So, uh, if you want to be heard by potentially billions of people, uh. Why don't you fucking give us some money? Send right to massivelatefee at gmail.com and tell us. Weeklyplanet.com. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Where did you find this? Did you see it? <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic as Adolf Eichmann. <laughs> and it's the funniest, like, he looks, <laughs> he looks so pleased. He looks like he's having a good time. Yeah, he really does. It, it's from an episode of Drunk History. It was like heist, so like when they kidnapped uh, Eichmann. Oh my god, that is so. It's just funny that he's funny. just of all people to play Adolf Eichmann. Weird Al. Weird Al Yankovic. I love it. Can you imagine a hilarious parody of the Final Solution? <laughs> what song would it be set to? Huh. This is the end of the world as we know it. Isn't there a song called the New Pollution? The uh, Beck New Pollution? But Maybe. it's a new pollution, it's final solution. Oh my god. She's alone in the new pollution. You know that song? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. But final solution. He's alone with his final solution. Yeah, I, I could see it. Uh, a really good Weird Al song is uh, that doesn't that so oh, often. Real quick, doesn't that start off? She's got she's got cigarette on each arm. It could be uh, it could Something be like he's got tattoo on each arm. Oh, sir! <laughs> a, a, a very funny Weird Al song is uh, it's a parody of uh, Blurred Lines. It's called Word Crimes. It's a lot of like about grammar and spelling and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I love that one. Every so often, I'll do something that's just like brilliant. Like the lyrics in that song, especially, are very brilliant. But I feel like for the most part, I hate Weird Al. Really, I like Weird Al. I mean, now yeah, but it just—it seems—it seems like he's not putting a lot of effort. But every so often, he'll do a, a very amazing version of it. Like uh, the song "Dare to Be Stupid" was like a, he called it a style parody of like um, Devo and stuff. That was mm-hmm. a really good song. Yep. Yeah. Well, I agree. 
But yeah, I, I like word crimes a lot. I mean, I'm not like a huge Weird Al fan where like I follow everything he does or anything like that. I've never owned a Weird, Weird Al album, but Weird Al fans are the type of people who go to that concert wearing their Weird Al shirts. Yeah, exactly. They're 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 those guys. The don't be that guy. Don't be the guy that that wears the gutter sh- is a tool. Gutter is a tool. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I mean, Rain Pryor, I mean, it's kind of interesting. This isn't my favorite episode. Uh, Jim Jeffries is funny, like you said, with his uh, his joke about, you know, like um, a way to bring it down, Paul. And also he says like a joke about like there's more of them working. It was just a <laughs> racist joke. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, they go, uh, you know, like what, like. What does it mean that Obama's president? Maybe this was 08 or 09. I was like, what does it mean that Obama's president? And he's like, well, there's one more of them employed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jim Jeffries. Um, we should just call this show, though, uh, Stream of Consciousness or Non Sequitur. Because <laughs> we just bounce from one thing to the next. Yeah, it's hard to talk about because, I mean, like my wife mentioned that we don't really talk about what they say. But, I mean, at least in these episodes so far, there's really not a lot to say. Although, no. kind of interesting, I've heard, like, some theories that Paul Mooney, and not that it matters or anything, but, I mean, just interestingly enough, like, a lot of people speculate that Paul Mooney is gay. Okay. Which, most of it stems from a roast back, like, you know, with Richard Pryor, where Richard Pryor makes a, a reference to Paul Mooney, like, being, like, you know, a queen or something like that. Mm-hmm. They make similar jokes in this episode. And if you notice, Paul Mooney never says no or addresses it. He just laughs. Yeah. And it's kind of weird, to me at least, that, you know, uh, R- Richard Pryor and his wife would bring their baby to a man instead of, like, some woman. Which, again, it's a stereotype, but... Uh, one that seems to be often like true that you know people aren't as like terrified of like bringing their children to like a gay man than like a straight man. Yeah, absolutely. So the it's really weird thing with that with like men and like I mean, if a man like like likes being like I I, I enjoy my children a lot. They're funny. They're hilarious. I, I like kids, but I mean, being a man saying you like kids just sounds creepy. <laughs> yeah, you sound like a very dedicated pedophile. <laughs> Yeah, like a Dimitri Martin joke, he says, it's creepy enough to say you like children, but if you're very specific, like, I love 11-year-olds, you know, that's like, <laughs> even like an <laughs> You're the kind of person that has a sliding shower door in your basement so they can just practice that that open and close motion. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Paul Mooney's sons speak on their father's uh, gay rumors. Oh, he's got kids. Apparently. He molested Richard Pryor Jr. Appar- or, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Paul Mooney's sons speak on their father's gay rumors and allegations he molested Richard Pryor Jr., which is kind of interesting uh, if that happened, because he, he he very much defended Michael Jackson. Um, not that... I think his sons are going to say he didn't do it. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, but, you know, I a lot of people, especially people of color, uh, tend to to defend Michael Jackson against rumors that he was a pedophile. Um, I mean, I guess because they're fans, you know, and they don't, they don't want to believe it or whatever, but I mean, come on. Let's see. Uh, I don't know. No, this actually, after you tell me what they say about Paul Mooney, this actually is an idea I had for a show, which I think is a perfect segue right here. Okay. Um, let's see. So I don't know who Khan is, but Khan made his statements in a comedy hype interview on YouTube. He said Richard Pryor Sr. was so upset with the alleged assault that he put out a $1 million hit on Mooney. Well, why isn't he dead then? Richard Pryor Jr. was reportedly a minor at the time. Khan said the assault happened. Paul Mooney denied the allegations with his publicist, Cassandra Williams, releasing a statement. There is no validity to Ray, oh, Rayshon Khan's statement as it relates to Mr. Paul Mooney. Now Mooney's sons, Dwayne and Daryl Mooney, are calling foul on Khan's allegations as well. In a series of spirited interviews with Comedy Hype, they ad- they addressed the allegations that their dad molested Pryor Jr., and they answered rumors that their dad was gay. Uh, so yes, they, they, they did not... Uh, they, they denied uh, that he... I don't know how they would know, but... Um, yeah, I, but I imagine Rain Pryor wouldn't be on the show if she thought her brother was molested by Paul Mooney either. Yeah, I mean, that's my guess as well. So uh, that seems pretty... I mean, without any, like, kind of proof at all or any... You know, and not... I mean, like, I don't know. Is Richard Pryor Jr. dead or is he still alive? 
missed. So I don't know if the first thing about Richard Pryor Jr. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It seems it seems somewhat difficult for me to believe. But uh, basically, they also says um, they don't think he's gay, but you know they don't know. Basically, <laughs> so you know whatever. Um, but yeah, the show that you wanted to uh, sure. pitch. Yeah, my, my other topic, and this is, I think is a very interesting co- topic to me myself because I don't know the answer to this, but I mean, how do you separate an artist from their art? Like, speak of Michael Jackson, a lot of people love his music. I'm not a big fan myself, but I mean, me assume that you think he's 100% guilty. Then are you, what is it? I mean, is do you separate the art from the artist? Like, I listened uh, recently uh, to R. Kelly. I like his music quite a bit, but I mean, he seems like a deplorable human being. Is it okay to listen to R. Kelly's music? Are you comfortable with it? Um, I mean, so I mean, that might be a bad example. Like, say David Lee Roth was accused of the stuff that R. Mm. Kelly was accused of. Would you listen to early Van Halen stuff? Well, yeah, and it's like you know, we. I mean, in today's day and age, there's a like, there's there's a lot of examples. Louis C.K. You know, for instance, not making you know, gun movies with O.J. Simpson. Right, exactly. I happen like for me, I usually can can separate the you know the the person the real person from the character or the celebrity or whatever. Um, I've, I'm trying to think if I've watched any episodes of the Cosby show. Not that I was a huge fan of the Cosby show cause I really wasn't, but, uh, I think I watched one for dumpster diving maybe, uh, since the, the allegations came yeah, out. We, we watched the one where he was like mixing like stuff into people's drinks. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. So that is a little, that's a little difficult to separate, but I mean, as you know, I but think I mean, again, like you, I was never a big fan of Cosby. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, what's hard about it is a lot of these people I wasn't necessarily huge fans of. Like if, I mean, I, I like Louis C.K. quite a bit. He's pretty mm-hmm. funny, but I mean, like I imagine like, what if like Norm Macdonald, there was an allegation that he'd like, you know, grope somebody or, you know, like drug somebody. I mean, I, I that'd be very difficult because I'm a huge fan of Norm Macdonald. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, it's tough. It's definitely tough, and I guess it depends on the nature of the crime as well. Um, I don't know. It'd be it'd be difficult, but it, it's yeah, it's hard to separate. But I think in in certain instances it can be done for whatever reason. Like I can watch the Naked Gun movies and not not necessarily not that uh, O.J. Simpson's a big part of them, but not really. Well, he's very really funny it. in them. Yeah. But I mean, like, what about like a movie you like? Like, I'm not sure if you're a big fan of like Rosemary's Baby. I mean, could you watch that mm-hmm. with uh, Roman Polanski being the director? Or what about the whole Jeepers Creepers series? The first one I saw right. it was pretty good, I thought. But after I found out the director is like a convicted child molester who filmed like an actor, a young boy in one of his movies, like performing fellatio on him, that kind of shit. Yeah. Yes. So, um, the Roman Polanski one is a good. Example. He, he's he, he for I mean, but then you have to say, what about Francis Ford Coppola? He supported him after he was involved in that kind of shit. Yeah, know? yeah, exactly. But that that one's a good example because I do like Rosemary's Baby. I like Chinatown. Um, and I don't I don't think I've watched. I mean, that. I, I saw one movie by him. What was it? Uh, the, the one with Johnny Depp, the one where he's like a rare book stealer. Do you know what I'm talking about? The Ninth oh, Gate, I think. Yes, yes. Yep. That's a really good movie. It's a very good movie. Great direction, but I mean. Do I want to, I mean, me going to the movies to see that is putting money in his pocket in some way or another. Do I really want to financially support somebody? Yeah, like that? that that's, and that's the thing. If you can find a way to do it without financially supporting them, I guess that's, I don't know, uh, something you can, you can try to figure out that that would be, I guess the, the biggest thing, like, you, you know, if you don't agree with what they did, you don't want to financially support them. But yeah, yeah it's, from it's the other end of the scale, like like Dave Coulier, you know, he like mouth fucked Alanis Morissette in a movie theater. Do you want to give him more <laughs> than he deserves? I mean, does he deserve he more money from that? What I want to know is what movie was it? Oh yeah, what would it be? What what movie would she be bored enough by? <laughs> I know, the, I know the perfect movie that it would be. <laughs> Hold on, I can't say this without laughing. Okay. Also, I don't know the full title of the movie, but I think it's Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh, God. <laughs> with Jason Alexander. Yeah, yes, yes. It's just Rocky and Bullwinkle. That might be too late, but you know, you know Dave Kalei would be all over that shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know uh, the year it came out or the year it would yeah, have been. Years ago, he goes, "Hey, Alanis, what's that? What's that in your mouth? Is it wood?" <laughs> oh my god! She's busting a gut and just like springing out of her nose. He's climaxing. It's a fucking <laughs> big deal. And then Fred Willard's over there telling him to calm it down. He's trying to focus. <laughs> It looks like one of those uh, one of those Play-Doh uh, like setups where uh, it's just squirting out. She, she looks like Matt Enid after swallowing a quarter in his movie meal. <laughs> oh, and then someone says to uh, someone says to Kulia, "Hey, that looks like Play-Doh. Are you dehydrated?" <laughs> and then some, she looks like like Spider-Man just punched her in the nose. Oh, God. Oh my god! Your sense is off. She's just a Canadian. That's why her head's so big. That's true. Uh, Apparently, Richard Pryor Jr. is alive. I guess I don't know. It just says Richard Pryor Jr. born 1961, known for his work on The Color Purple, uh, Silent Bark, and Bustin' Loose. And then it says in big letters, and nothing else. Yeah, trivia. Son of Richard Pryor, half brother of Ray Pryor. Yeah, half brother of Ray Pryor. Personal quotes. My freakish life parallels my father's in many ways. A Peoria whorehouse, abuse, alcohol, and drug addiction, and frequent bad decisions. But I survived. Is that like him bragging? <laughs> but I yes. survived. His, and his, other, his other quote is, I regret hanging out with Paul Mooney. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he looks a lot like his dad. Like kind of a broken down version of his dad, but he looks more like his dad. Um, but whatever. I don't know. I mean, he was in the color Did purple. You find Richard Pryor funny these days? Do I find Richard Pryor funny these days? Um, some of his some of his bits are still funny. Um, some of his bits, obviously. I mean, it's the seventies, so some of his bits fall pretty flat now. Do you think they're ever gonna do a biopic of him? And if so, who should play him? And is it Donald Glover? Mm. I don't they should they should do a biopic of him I don't know if they ever will um well, you I, need to play by rain prior I can't I can't think of uh anybody else besides Donald Glover that could do it maybe uh, maybe Wayne Michael Jr. B Jordan but you'd have to you'd have to really age him up yeah I looked uh I I looked up Tom Hanks for some reason. After, to play Richard Pryor? No. After, Are you a executive? After doing the thing. I'm on Bing, by the way. Somehow I got to Bing. I don't know how that happened. But um, it means disease. But one of the first things that come up, comes up is Tom Hanks admits he is a violent pedophile. Violent? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know violent and what, but this is Reddit. Source of this. Oh, Reddit. It's got to be reliable, though. Reddit is Reddit's. I mean, obviously, Reddit's not reliable. Well, oh, it's 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 uh, the subreddit Ped, Pedogate. Apparently, I think we've reported this before. Apparently, it's yeah, we talked about it a little bit before. But apparently, this is the spiritual successor of the band Pizzagate Sub. Oh, band B A N N E D. I thought you meant like band, like you know, band on the run. Right. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Is, we are Pizzagate. It says Tom Hanks is the Satanist pedophile king of Hollywood, and he's been hiding it in plain sight uh, only as of the last few years. What does that mean? He just started to hide it, I guess. I don't know. Before it was an before it was very he was very open about it. Look when at Joe versus the, the volcano. It's it's right there. Yeah. Remember that one movie he called uh, he was in called I Love Pedophilia. <laughs> However, once you review the evidence, you'll understand that it is so blatant, so obvious, so exceedingly arrogant. Is this another story by A12 uh, hyphen colon semicolon uh, 14 QAnon? Apparently, yeah. It says, just like James Gunn, okay, I mean, like, I know James Gunn got, I mean, not for pedophilia, but, you know, whatever. But hey, some of these that names, dumb. just listen to this. Just like James Gunn, Michael Ian Black. Rain Wilson and now Ryan Johnson. What? What the f- like? Michael? Why Michael Ian Black? He's not even like he doesn't even seem like uh, famous enough to make something up about. That's true. 
I'm confident after this post, this piece of shit will be over. Um, okay. Do you think that if uh, if uh, Michael Ian Black and Adam Scott ever ran into each other, they do like a thing where like you know they think they're looking into a mirror, <laughs> and like you know they'll move the right hand, the other one will move the corresponding left hand, that sort of thing. I hope so. There's this new show on Netflix I haven't watched. It's like about people whose like lives are changed by psychedelics, and Michael Ian Black's on it, and or no, actually it's Adam Scott. Maybe it's both. I think it's it might be both. I like Adam Scott a lot. Yeah, he's, he's. I only I first found out about him from uh, Step Brothers. He's really good in that. I like that movie a lot. He's. Oh, yeah. he, I mean, he basically plays the same thing, but he's okay. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I mean, I. I, I don't really have much more to say about uh, about this thing. Like, like, like you yeah, said. Yeah, I thought this whole this whole series had a lot more like killer parts, but there are some very slower episodes, and a lot of them which you've already seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, do you know who's on the next one? Uh, actually, I'm not sure. Ted DiBiase? Uh, it might be. <laughs> it might be the million dollar man himself. Mark Marin. Well, Mark Marin's definitely on it. You know what's funny is Mark Marin is on one of these. Oh, he is. And Weird Al is Adolf Eichmann. <laughs> I want to see that drunk history now. I've never it's seen that show weird. before, but um, that looks it's hilarious. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. I'll check it out. Why not? And I'll check out uh, Pat Oswald's shit, too. It was all right. It wasn't great. But check out that one I was talking about. That one was especially funny. The one where he uh, you know, was talking about David Lee Roth. I think it's called Obliterated, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll check that out. Oh, all right. Well, that is the episode uh, for the week, everybody. Um, we will talk to you soon. And uh, keep safe. And we'll see you oh, next no. week. Huh? Jonathan Winters is on the next one, and Robert Klein. Ugh, that's going to be fun. And Rick Overton. Robert Klein, uh, the parent of Joe Rogan's wife, we've discovered. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, the only person left alive from this panel is Paul Provence. <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, but yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. See you next time.